Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to TrackSmack here on TrackSmackRadio.com. Don Hall here back from Texas Motor Speedway live for NASCAR's All-Star Weekend 2022. I'm here, of course, with Mike Haig from RacedaySA.com. And Mike, uh, once again, we have the privilege of being joined by your son, Michael Haig, yeah. uh, who's joining us. And uh, uh, Michael, your first All-Star Race weekend. Yeah, first one. Um, it's going to be a really cool i like the format i like the new cars and we're excited yeah and he's been cranking out the stories and everything and he got a chance to experience something really cool yesterday for the first time ever they brought that that i've been covering the races here they brought the entire field all 30 drivers in the cup drivers into the media center and they, they did it in like in segments for one-on-one interviews and small group interviews, uh, like it's like a bullpen interview th- uh, format that they did, and we practically talked to everyone. So we're going to have a separate Smackcast episode. So be sure and go to tracksmackradio.com and check that out at some point. We'll ha- we have all the interviews that we recorded. We will put them up and listen, so you can listen to them and and see what the drivers had to say about this weekend and a bunch of other stuff too. So it, that was really cool, and he got to experience that, Don. Yeah, oh, that, that's awesome. Because I left. <laughs> yeah. Um, I left. That was I left last night about what it was a little bit before six o'clock. I think that I I left, and um, I'm glad that you guys were able to stay and 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 check that out and see how how that all went down. Yeah, and they brought Ross Chastain in earlier, and Kyle and Kurt Busch. Mm-hmm. So they they didn't come in. But the rest of them did. But we we had a chance yesterday to interview at some point all the drivers, and and that was really nice that NASCAR and Texas Motor Speedway put that together. Because like I said, I've been here for many years covering races, and never we've always had access to certain ones at certain times, but not the whole field like that. And that was kind of neat to talk to guys that you don't know you don't normally get a chance to talk to, and some of these guys don't don't get a lot of media time. You know, like a Ty Dillon or whatever, or you know, a guy like him. But but Corey LaJoy, for example, he was there. He, but these guys were great, and they they seemed like they really enjoyed it. And it was small groups of us interviewing them, so there wasn't a lot of pressure. It was laid back, and and it was really really cool. That's awesome. Uh, I know I was here for the Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, and Kurt Busch interview, and you and I. Uh, after the Kurt Busch stuff, we are after the Kyle Busch interview. We, you and I, were kind of talking out in the hallway to ourselves because there were some things that were said during that interview that it, it, it's not really what was said; it's what wasn't said in the demeanor of Kyle. Where you know, you and I were just kind of like. 
this guy's done. He's done there. I mean, he he. I mean, that that's honestly how we felt. I will tell you, Mike, that as I was leaving and heading to the parking lot last night, um, I had a conversation, um, and I, I won't name names, but somebody that's definitely reputable and and you mm-hmm. can their their word is pretty 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 solid pretty huh? solid, and um, and I was told that no that him being gone probably isn't an option that he probably most likely will return that the issue is money he wants more money they're not going to give him more money so it's going to be um they're not going to get rid of him it's basically kind of like well and i don't want to say that they're not because anything could happen but from what i gathered from the conversation is they're not looking to get rid of him but they're looking to get him at their price kyle wants more money and so Kyle kind of controls his own future or his own destiny is what the way I understood it. Now, I could completely be reading that conversation wrong, but that's just what I gathered from the conversation. Yeah. And you're probably right. And he and the our person that were that you talked to is probably right as yeah. well. So it was just weird. He, you know, he made comments um, well, and, and I don't know if we'll have the audio or not, but he he, he kept referencing um like somebody asked him about the Indy 500. Would he run the Indy 500? Because at one point he was going to, and he had the sponsorship and stuff, and it kind of felt, you know, yeah. and then it, it didn't happen. And he basically made the comment that he used to get the okay on those kind of things, but he he's not getting the okay on those kind of things anymore. Yeah. So, I'm surprised he didn't say, ask Joe Gibbs. Right. But that's basically what you were getting is that he's not being presented with opportunities yeah. at, right now is is basically what he was saying without saying it exactly so um, and somebody asked him and michael you probably remember um when they asked him about uh what would you do with the million dollars and he said well i probably i'm probably going to need it because i'm probably not going to be making or that or or, or i'll need it to live on or something some kind of smart ass comment that he made wise ass you know (laughs) comment that he made and stuff but uh anyway so i don't know it's uh it's 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 something else but it, but hey great weekend um got a lot cooler yesterday change change of i'm getting a bunch of notifications here sorry about that um uh, michael johnson's sending me all of his pictures i'm getting the that's okay and again you know we'll remind folks we're live we're from the radio room here at texas motor speedway in the in the media center of the broadcast center so um you know, there's we're not on our normal computers that we do um, <laughs> that we do uh, back at the house and stuff when we do the show. So there there may be some glitches and things, and we're not gonna. And I said this in the last podcast that we did too. Um, you know, normally I go through, I edit. You know, we take out things. Yeah. Mike and I screw up, or we get going on a laugh or something or whatever. You know, and I'm able to edit that. This one will be a little more raw just because we want to try and get it out to you as quickly as possible yeah. so that hopefully you're listening to this podcast before the All-Star Race today. Exactly, so, exactly. Uh, just, we're, we're recording right now. It's 1235 uh, Central Time uh, here, or Texas Time. So uh, we're h- hoping to get this podcast out by 3 p.m. at the latest Central Time. So. Exactly. But, Dawn, it's been a great weekend. We started off Friday night. We had the truck race, and, and Michael and I covered it and everything. And then we had Xfinity yesterday. And and cup today and so uh all-star race and so it's been an action-packed weekend yeah it has um uh i was going to ask you guys because y'all y'all were in here talking to the the different drivers yesterday after practice what what was kind of the the feel what were guys talking about how how's the car reacting um to the track and stuff because but when i left at the point that i had left they hadn't gotten on the track yet yeah you want to yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, most of the guys were, were just kind of saying the car felt good. They they like how it feels. They think it'll re- uh, run well today in the All-Star race. But, 
you know, some people were thinking maybe this might be a little more of an aggressive race. They're all kind of like, they, they, they agreed, but they also don't want to just go and blow a car because, you know, yeah. with the limited numbers and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of mixed emotion. Um, no one really trashed the, the, the track or anything. There is some concern about the, the Ryzen or the resin, yeah, yeah, resin, yeah. yeah that they put down at the, in the turns and everything, and and how that's going to uh, uh, adapt because it is cooler today and it cooled off yesterday, and and so uh, what they saw in the Xfinity race, it was much warmer during that race, but then when the Cup cars went out to do their practice and everything, it was much much cooler. So there the, 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 some of the guys in the teams had kind of gauged on more of a hot track and then it became cooler so there was a lot of adjustments and that were being made and and a lot of uncertainty you might say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well early on so i think that's going to make for great racing and you know mike we talked about yesterday uh the payback kind of deal yeah. or that and and michael brought up a great point i don't think you're gonna I, it was something that i didn't even think about yesterday and i should have i didn't even put that that process that thought in my head about the limited number of, of cars that we have nowadays that these teams have and some of them you know this car that they're going to be running in the all-star race some of them will be running you know at other mile and a half tracks or whatever well and next week at the 600 right so they yeah. can't afford to to lose that car so yeah. uh you know kind of some paybacks and those kind of things that we would normally see in an all-star race uh i think people will definitely do a little uh thinking twice i should say (laughs) but you know what was funny yesterday and michael you can jump in here if you want um when they were asking uh several of the the reporters were asking the same question to every driver and, and a lot of it was what do you think of the format and everything and and some of these guys didn't even have any idea what the format was. <laughs> well, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, I think Chase Elliott in particular. Yeah. I think he was like, he was like, "There's a new format," or he was like, "I, I haven't, I haven't even read it." And then somebody was like, "Well, are you, are you gonna inform yourself on it?" He was like, "It's just racing. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out there and do it." So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it, that, and I thought that was funny. And Kyle Larson was 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 pretty funny too. Uh, they, Kyle Larson and and Chase were the last two that came in and. Um, and those guys are so cool and laid back, and and I really um, and keep my, my keep my eye out on Larson because he's won I think the last what two, mm-hmm. and um, he's real confident about this race today. Okay, so see, okay, here we go. You know, Mike's computer going off. Don doesn't leave a ringer off. Um, okay, God, how long have we been doing <laughs> And I keep getting notifications on all these pictures that Michael Johnson's sending me, and so. That's okay. You, you know, hey, that's live radio. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I, I was going to say, to that effect, I mean, think back just a few weeks ago to Bristol, to the dirt race. Remember, there was format changes for that, and that became kind of an issue during the race because there was, again, teams, crew chiefs, and drivers that obviously everyone was told. I mean, they had the notice of things. Yeah. It was just who paid attention to it and who you know made emphasis on it. And if you remember, I mean, there was guys that were not happy that were bitching, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, some others that were bitching about it during the race because they – pretended like it caught him off guard or whatever yeah. yet they the the format has been out there for weeks you know i mean oh, yeah. for at least two weeks if not three so it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody yeah and talk about what you saw last night with the pit the pit stop competition thing that they had it was like a drag race off uh pit lane and yeah yeah that, that was really cool that was a new thing they did it 
added a different element for the fans and for for us even media members just viewing for all spectators it it, I think it has a lot of potential. I know I think um, Holly was talking about that. It has a lot of potential, but it just needs a little bit work. I don't know exactly what needs to be done to it, but it was really cool. And I know, like, poor Kyle Larson, he, like, stalled out. Stalled the car and, out. Yeah, and he was like, that's embarrassing. I feel so bad, you know. Uh, <laughs> he was he, worried he was, about Clint yeah, Boyer. Yeah, he, he said He asked us, did Boyer trash me on the on the broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but outside of that, it was really cool. Um I mean that last between it was uh, Blaney and yeah, Kyle Bush. yeah Blaney, but that was really that was really c- kind of cool. But Don, what they, they had it set up like a drag race with uh, like a tree, yeah. and, they, and they had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders out there with the signs, and you know what did it say ten? Yeah, it was like ten t- seconds. Ten yeah. seconds, and it would hold up a thing to get ready, and then and then the, the light would go, and then they would they would dr- drive just a short distance and stop, and then they would come out, change the four tires. And then it was a drag race off pit pit, pit road, no speed limit. It'd go into turn one and two, fly down the back straightaway, come out of three and four, and, and whoever got to the finish line first was the winner of that particular. Uh, they did it like a bracket race, you know, mm-hmm. and they went round by round and everything. And and Kyle Busch ended up coming out on top, um, and he uh, definitely. Um, Definitely was excited about that, and and, and and they were laughing and having fun out there. It was great to see the, the drivers, you know, enjoying that part, and, and um, so. Um, uh, I thought it was great. I watched it on TV, a little bit of it um, on TV, and, you know, Mike, I said it on Twitter. We say it all the time. Our fan base has to be the most fickle fan base sometimes. It's like there's no pleasing people. I know there was a couple of I, I know um there was a couple of crew chiefs and stuff that were none too happy. In fact I think it was Martin Truex Jr.'s crew chief said something about, you know, that because I guess he felt their equipment was broke or something was yeah. broken and you know, and that they should make sure that all that is regulated so it's fair. But, you know, these fans, I, I just I don't know what they want. Go go. It should just go back to the way. It should go back to Charlotte. It should. Go, well, you know what? If it went back to Charlotte, the people who, it no one was watching it when it was in Charlotte. People who live in Charlotte weren't even going to it. Yeah. So here's the thing, NASCAR fan. It's probably not going to be back in Charlotte for a while because they're going to rotate it. It's probably going to be in Nashville is where it's going to end up being. Yeah. But, you know. Pull your panties out of the wad and and just chill out. I'm so sick of it. You know, if if you're so bitter with the sport, stop freaking watching it. I agree. I, go find I, something else to go watch soccer or something. Yeah, it's not like your TV <laughs> was stuck on one damn channel. Turn yeah. it. Don't watch it. But those of us that you know either were out here or watched it on TV. I thought it was great. I love to see fresh new ideas. And, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least they're trying stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what... You know, it should all be about, so... Sorry, I went on a rant. No, it's a good rant to have. I mean, I'm tired of hearing about it, too. Um, Mike, I'm sorry, and, and I'm, I'm going to digress for a minute because I wanted to ask you, I meant to ask you this off the air, and it's going to probably take you by surprise, so I'm not sure. I've got to find out more information on this um, because I don't know if it was an NHRA person or if it's a motorcycle racer as far as, like, the MotoGP stuff. But my mom, who was driving this morning, messaged me right away. And apparently – and, again, I don't know what kind of racing it is. But apparently there is a motorcycle racer who was murdered overnight Ooh. in a possible love triangle thing. So a female, a female racer. 
And so um, I'm going to try and find find out if I can find the story. I, my mom heard it, I believe, on Fox this morning. So um, and I don't hold that against my mom for watching. That. No, I'm just kidding. But I wanted to find out because basically all she heard was that the motorcycle racing community is mourning the loss. Um, it was in Austin. It happened in Austin, as a matter of fact, too. So. Ooh, that- uh, so that kind of so we'll we'll try to find out more and hopefully have some news on that. But I, I wasn't sure if you had heard something about that or no, not. No, I haven't heard. I, I haven't actually I haven't seen any news yet today. I've, and who knows? It could just be like a local racing community yeah. thing there in Austin. But I, I don't know. But I just wanted to because you're well, more into Michael's that. Michael's on the on the hunt there. OK, you might find something. Maybe check the Austin American Statesman Statesman dot com. Um, I don't know of any NHRA uh, racers who lives in Austin. I do know that uh, we have some funny car, and um, but not motorcycle. So who knows? Yeah, and I don't yeah. and I don't follow MotoGP, so I don't know if there's female racers in that or. Yeah, I wouldn't know that either because yeah. I haven't covered them in several years. So. Okay, and who knows? And and I'm not saying this yeah. against Fox. This is in general with media. It could be a, a damn, uh, well, like sport, like a little sport bike racing, yeah. racing kind of thing, you know. I, I mean, who knows, you know? But yeah, um, but I'm I'm sorry, I digress. It just was in my mind, and I was looking for it, and so um, I wanted to see. But um, Michael, I'll just jump into if you find anything about it. But um, we. Uh, I know we're getting ready for this all-star format and stuff, and we've got Blake Shelton concert out here. Um, Mike, do you want to, in case anybody's listening to our show that's going to be on their way out here, that might you want to kind of talk about the developments that you had heard about this, <laughs> this morning so it's not a shock to anybody coming out here to the track? Well, what? the Blake Shelton concert is at 530, from what I understand, and according to the schedule, unless the schedule's changed, but it's, it's 530, it's a one-hour concert. Um, but the stage is set up in the um, Xfinity garage. It's not out on the front straightaway, so if you do not have the extra ticket, the pass to get into the concert area, you will not be able to sit in the you know, sitting in the grandstands, you won't be able to see the stage uh, for the most part unless they show it on Big Hoss TV because it's, it's over the, on the far end of the Xfinity garage close to the fence where the road is on in the pit area, in mm-hmm. the pit area that where you go down through the tunnel and everything. So the stage is that far back. And, um, and so that's going to be um, a little bit different. Yeah, I've got I've got that information for y'all about. Um, so it's actually she her name is um, Anna Wilson, and she is a U.S. Uh, rising gravel and mountain bike racer. She's okay. a cyclist. Okay, a cyclist. And uh, okay. yeah, she was killed in East Austin. Okay, that's All a right. shame. Sorry, and again, you know, you never know. The yeah. news will put out stuff, and they'll say a racer or somebody, or something, so you never know. So that's uh, our friends from from that's Bobby and Rodney. Oh, I think. okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Uh, our friends from Austin, so yeah. <laughs> as we speak, that was kind of strange. But thanks for looking that up, though. Uh, well, prayers to her family and and friends and stuff. So on that, but, yeah. Um, but Mike, I mean, so tonight you said you have the the format inf- information, right? And so let's kind of yeah, go through that. Let's talk about the format information. Let me just call it up here. So the uh, we had um, the All Star Race format. To be eligible to be in this race to begin with, you had to have earned a points-paying race either in 2021 or this year in 2022. 
or you had to be a previous all-star race winner who was competing full-time this season or a previous series champion who's competing full-time this year this year so um the um basically the entry lists the nascar all-star qualifiers there's 20 of them there's almondinger amarolo chris Christopher Bell, Blaney, Bowman, Briscoe, Kyle, and Kurt Busch, William Byron, Ross Chastain, Austin Cindric, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Michael McDowell, Martin Truex, and Bubba Wallace. Now, there's going to be three stage winners from the Open and a fourth driver determined by a fan vote mm-hmm. who will who earn a starting berth for the NASCAR All-Star uh, race. So it starts out with uh, the qualifying format, which was held yesterday. They had the opening round. It was a tr- traditional single-car, one-lap format in reverse order of the current 2022 uh, owner points. The fastest eight qualifiers transferred to a three-round head-to-head elimination bracket, and that's what we were seeing yesterday, where each um, car, the, the elimination bracket, featured two cars staged in pit stalls on pit road, and then they had a, each pit crew performed a four-tire stop, at the drop of the jack, drivers will ex- they exited their pit stalls with no speed limit onto the track, and then the first car back to the start finish line advanced to the next round, and then final the final uh, pairing competed for the pole, and that's what um, Kyle Busch earned when he beat Ryan Blaney. So that's what took place yesterday. So the format today, the open, there's three stages. The first stage is 20 laps. And the winner earns a berth in the NASCAR All-Star Race. Then stage two is also 20 laps. The stage two winner earns a berth in the race as well. Stage three, the stage three winner in the open earns a berth in the All-Star Race. And it's only 10 laps for stage three. And then, like we said, someone's going to get voted in, a fan vote. And, Michael, do you remember who uh, yesterday uh, they said was um, – Leading that company, I can't remember who the fan vote. I know Daniel Suarez is up there as as one of. Uh, yeah, and I think um, I can't remember who it was because we somebody asked him. But anyway, was it like Eric Jones or somebody? Or Eric, it was Eric Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I think it's been kind of head to head between him and Suarez. So, uh, which good for good yeah. for Petty and good for Trackhouse. Um, I'd like to see. You know, I'd like to see Daniel race his way in. We talked yeah. with Ross Chastain about that yesterday and the focus of Trackhouse Racing. We talked about it with them. You know, I, I had asked him the question on that team has been known to they house, you know, their house together. Everything they do yeah. uh, for both teams is together. And, you know, with Ross already being in the all-star race, I was asking him, you know, is, is there a lot of focus on trying to get Daniel in, you know, racing his way in yeah. and not having to depend on the fan vote. And they said, you know, absolutely that, you know, unfortunately, Daniel races before. Um, so he'll be giving um, Ross actually more information, yeah. but that they would be giving each other information. And and, you know, they're really pulling for him to, to race his way in. And Michael, you really like Daniel uh, talking to Daniel. Yeah, no, he's a really great guy. He was giving us some good stuff. Talking about his, yeah. the, the, the Amigo. That was amigos. really funny. Yes. He loves the Amigos, man. <laughs> I love, and Daniel's, uh, his popularity has increased so much. I think people have really gained a lot of respect since they've been bringing him in the booth um, during some of the Xfinity, uh, Xfinity Series races and stuff. Um, his wife and himself, um, or it's not his yeah. wife, his girlfriend and him, 
they just uh, they were the uh, broadcast team for the better half race yeah. there in Charlotte. Yeah. So, um, but he is he's a very likable guy, very confident, um, but extremely likable. And when you go back, Michael, and you learn his whole story, he he learned English not too long ago uh, when he came here to the states. He knew no English, and he learned by watching cartoons. <laughs> if you that's, that's incredible. Wow. And and to think that just, you know, 10 years ago or so when it was that he came here, he knew no English. And now he's in a broadcast booth yeah. at times doing Xfinity races. Um, but he's just a positive guy. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. I got great vibes from him. Yeah. You know, just what a cool, cool young man. And wait till you see, Michael, when you come out here, wait till you see the Daniels Amigos gang. Uh, we've talked to Daniel, of course, about yeah. coming to Texas. He considers Texas... Like the West Coast Swing is his home. <laughs> Those are all home tracks for him because people from from home, from Mexico and stuff, turn a lot of his friends and family come up here for the races. But wait till you see yeah. them in the stands. They come. They bring drums. They bring music, yeah. and they're dancing. They're sombreros, and it's it's a yeah. party. <laughs> they got the serapes. Yep. <laughs> everything in the in the what are the the. the the uh, like the yes, I know what they're called. Maracas, Maracas yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're dancing around. And oh, <laughs> in fact, if you look, Mike, I've got. Well, I don't know if you can see my pants. I have on jeans, and they're distressed jeans, and they have Serapa print yeah. underneath them because I'm. That's my my. Uh, you know, I that's my ode to to Daniel Suarez. Yeah. I'm I'm pulling for him. He's great. <laughs> well, the other thing I want to mention the today's format, the All Star Race today. It's going to be uh, so. It's going to start out with stage one. It's a twenty-five lap race. The winner will start on the pole um, in this in the stage as long as the driver finishes fifteenth or better in stages two and three. Stage two is also twenty-five lap race, and the stage two winner will start second in the final stage as long as the driver finishes fifteenth or better in stage three. Then the special stage break. There's a pit stop competition each. Driver at Sismas pit and the crew perform a fourth tire stop. The team with the shortest time on pit road pit in and out wins the pit crew award and the driver will start fourth in the final stage as long as he finishes 15th or better in stage three now stage three is going to be a 25 lap race and the winner starts third in the final stage okay it's a lot to take in here stage four (laughs) is 50 laps the stage one winner uh, starts first, the stage two winner second, stage three winner third, and in the pit stop competition fourth. If a natural caution occurs between laps 15 to 25 in the final stage, standard race procedures will be in effect. And if no natural caution occurs during that time, NASCAR will call an all-star competition caution, and the winner of stage four earns the $1 million. So that's how the... The format plays out. Um, Dawn, they're going to um, have the uh, the, op- the open, the 20, 20, and 10-lap segments f- at 4.30. Then at, they take a break. One-hour concert with Blake Shelton starts at 5.30. And then a- around 7 o'clock is the all-star race, which all those stages that I just mentioned will be. It's a total of 125 laps, 187.5 miles. And the guys were also talking about um, the fact that the um, it's so short, you know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they 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 you know attack this format because it is so short. And a lot of these guys were really wondering, you know, how it's going to play out because uh, 
there's not much time to get to the front. You've got a boogie. You got to get going. And and they're they're used to you know racing at these mile and halfs a lot longer laps, in more laps than, than they than they normally do. I will add to that just a little bit. I know I know Kyle Larson talked about it. Some of the other guys talked about how in practice they didn't get a lot of time to get up in the resin, and yeah. they're worried because he said when he did he got up in it once and he said you can't. It's not a good place to pass. Yeah. So they're really worried about, you know, with like you said, with it being a shorter race, just that it's like positioning is going to be huge yeah. in this race, they said. And again, I mean, it's hard to compare the trucks and the Xfinity cars to what you'll see in this in this race. But if you if you do, if you go back and you look, especially yesterday, seemed to be a lot of issues going into turn two. Uh, one and yeah. two seemed to be kind of the trouble spots. Then we did have some issues on the front stretch as well. Uh, but one and two, which one and two has always been, you know, I mean, yeah. there's still that little tunnel bump there a little bit. And, and one has always but been pretty treacherous. They've been talking about three and four now, the uh, bump developing there that, that uh, on the broadcast, um, they were talking about that last night that they're noticing in the, there's a lot of comments being made in the garage that the, the track is really Really changed in three and four now. So, wow. I did want to mention a couple um, little uh, nuggets here, um, some all-star facts and stuff like that. Um, there's two drivers in the field uh, in the field that are going to be racing today that have have previous all-star wins. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Larson they have two wins each. Jimmy Johnson leads has the most wins in, in all-star races with with four. Uh, Dale Senior three. Then it goes down from there. The most poles. Kyle Busch is now tied with Bill Elliott with four. Um, there's also uh, this is also marks the, the second. Let's see, this is the second consecutive NASCAR All Star race at Texas Motor Speedway, and it's just the fourth time ever that it's been held outside of Charlotte in the 38 history of these races. Uh, it says here that the Speedway Motorsports venues that hosted the race was uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway in 1986, and we saw it at Bristol in 2020. So uh, that's something here. And Hendrick has won a record 10. Hendrick Motorsports has run a record of uh, 10 all-star races, including the last two in a row, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. And the next closest is RFK Racing and Richard Childress Racing with four each. And then let's see, um, that's pretty much uh, the main thing I wanted to mention there. There's a bunch of other little stuff here. You can read more about this on uh RacedaySA.com. I've got a fact sheet about it and everything. But um, so that's pretty much how it's all going to play out. Well, and and just Mike, I pulled up my my trusty weather app here um, in Justin, which is what I like to look at. I know a lot of people will go and they'll look at the weather. You'll hear them t- talk about it too, uh, uh, as well on the broadcast. They always refer to it as Fort Worth here. This is not Fort Worth, people. This is Justin. Yeah. Fort Worth is still like another what, like ten miles that way or whatever. Yeah. So you you are in Justin, Texas, home of the Justin Boot Factory, uh, which is right up the street. <laughs> yeah. But um, as of at seven p.m. tonight, basically all day long, cloud cover. And the temperature is going to hover around 65 degrees all day long. Uh, around of, of all the things around sunset at 826, we might possibly see a tiny little bit of yeah. the sun uh, when it's setting. But throughout the evening, it'll it'll be around 65 degrees and, and like I said, full cloud cover. So I think it's going to make for a slicker track, uh, definitely. And, of course, up here at the, at the Texas Motor Speedway, you've always got winds. Um, so wind might play a factor in that as well. In fact, if I look, um, and and the way that things have been working out this weekend is it's kind of funny because our forecast 
kind of changed and moved up quicker than mm-hmm. what it was supposed to. Um, we were supposed to have rain. We really didn't get any. No, we didn't get the rain. Yeah, but we've but we've had wind. And I will tell you, after living up here now for three and a half years, four years, North Texas, you can guarantee there's always wind. And, of course, up at the track, it's always a wind tunnel. So wind and overcast uh, could definitely play uh, B factors this evening, making it an even faster track, which um, I look forward to it. I, I'm really giddy about this car and what we could possibly see. Um, you guys, I wanted to do, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench here at y'all. I want to do a little something different. We always do our picks, and we are going to do our picks. But before we do our all-star win picks, we have other categories to go through. So really quickly, I want you to give me, and you can only just give me one, who do you think... Uh, who's the three drivers that race their way into from the open? Who do you think the three drivers will be that will race their way into the all-star race? Okay. Let's let Michael go first because he's our guest. Yeah, yeah, let's see. <laughs> I'm looking around here. I I really think Eric Jones is going to get in. I think he'll actually race his way in. and I mean, I'm sure his backup fallout option will be the fan vote. But I, I think Eric Jones, I like Daniel Suarez as well. Um see for a little bit of a maybe a dark horse candidate here listen to him dark horse he's picking um, up the lingo here <laughs> i'll go i'll go with let's go Corey lajoy he, he 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 sounded pretty confident yesterday and i think he's going to give us some good stuff all right mike okay i'm gonna go um i'm gonna pick yesterday's uh winner of the xfinity race tyler Reddick mm-hmm. for sure uh daniel suarez looked good yesterday um he's confident in everything i'm going with him and Don, I'm going to go with the guy that's impressed the hell out of me this year. That's Eric Jones. You know, he's, I keep saying he's going to get a victory at some point. I don't know if he's going to win this race, but he's consistently done well. Um, he's confident that team is going, you know, they're, they're coming along. So I'll pick him as well. You know, it's funny because there are guys in here that in this open, there's legit six or seven guys in here that I could name that could win the Open easily. Um, I think people forget sometimes some of these names, but um, I'll, I'll go a little different with you guys. Um, now, I have to pick Suarez as one of mine because, again, I have to have him in there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Daniel in there. Um, but I'll go a little bit different. While I do agree with you guys, I think Tyler definitely uh, and, and and some of the others, but I'll say Ricky Stenhouse Jr. if he stays out of the wall. Yeah. Um, then Ricky, of course, because he's fast on these kind of tracks. And Austin Dillon is another one. Yeah. The, that three car. And Austin has been really good on the larger tracks this season yeah. so far. So, uh, But Harrison Burton is is in there. Uh, you know, you've got Chris Buescher. I mean, if you go back to well, how Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing did at Daytona and stuff, I mean, Buescher, the 17 car, has been a really fast car on these larger tracks as well. Uh, you, you know, I mean, there there are legit guys in there uh I, I, and Justin Haley has ran well this season uh, as yeah, another one. And you so. can't Cole Custer. Oh, I forgot about Cole there in the 41 car. I, w- I will add, you know, I, I, I almost picked uh, Chris B- uh, Boucher because, um, you know, I think if he doesn't race his way in, he's another kind of sneaky candidate for the fan vote. He's a local guy. Mm-hmm. He yeah. may, he, he, we were talking about that with him yesterday. He thinks it definitely helps being because you said, well, I think, like, what, 20, 30 miles away? He's yeah. in Prosper. Prosper, Prosper yeah. 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 He might yeah. be a good be- uh, bid for that. Yeah, but he's up there by me where I actually work in Prosper. So uh, right there, Prosper, Salina area. So, 
uh, yeah, you know, and, and we remember the days of when his cousin raced him oh, up here, yeah. too. So, yeah. uh, but all right, so we've got that. So then now, who is your choice then for fan vote? Which this can get tricky because if you, it, you know, you kind of got to take your three guys out of it then that you've picked to win. So, who do you think out of the guys that are left, minus the ones that you've picked to get in, who do you think gets the fan vote? Well, if he, if he doesn't race his way in, I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna go Austin Dillon. I think. Okay. For me, I'll go. I'll go Chris Buescher. I, I think. I really think the fan the fans will kind of rally around him. Okay. Um, I'll say Corey LaJoy. Yeah. Well, he's he's real popular right now too. Yeah. So. Although although you know what, God. I'm going to cheat. It's a toss-up for me between yeah. Corey LaJoy and, and Harrison Burton because Harrison yeah. Burton has that – he just – the Burton effect, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's oh, a yeah. lot of people there that, you know, pull for him that were fans of his dad and stuff as yeah. well. So, yeah. uh, And he's in the Wood Brothers car. Yeah. Well, and my friend Adam is on that team. So, you know what? Uh, I love you, Corey LaJoy, but I'm dropping Corey LaJoy. I'm going Harrison Burton for my friend Adam Hartman, who is a tire changer on that team. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sorry. All right. So now that takes us then to the all-star race. So now you got to consider your three picks, too, to the, as possibilities of winning. And let's not forget, there has been several guys who have been fan votes that have gotten their way into fast yeah. fan votes who have won this race before. That's right. We've so, seen that. You know, it's called the big momentum that brings you in there. So, um, uh, Michael, we'll go with you first as our guest. So give us your your pick, your dark pick, and your really, really dark pick. Man, I think, let's see here. I'll go, I like Ross. I really do. Okay. Um, I think I think he's going to race really well. Um, man, that's, this is tough. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Larson, he's won so many. I feel like he's due, due not to win one, so I'm not going to go with him. I like Martin Truex. And uh, let's see here. I think for, I think, I think for my last pick, I'll go Christopher Bell. I okay. really like Christopher wow. Bell on this track. Good. Yeah. Going nice outside picks. normal... Picks that we could probably pick. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Mike? All right. So I'm going to definitely take Kyle Busch. Okay. Yeah, I think he wants to make a statement. And, and um, he, he did look good. He looked good yesterday. Uh, definitely going to pick Kyle Larson uh, because uh, he, he's done well in these races before. And <laughs> my really, really long shot, we, uh, we talked to him yesterday, and he was – Funny as heck. I'm going to go Joey Logano. All right. And isn't it funny to consider – I wouldn't consider Joey a, a dark – and we say dark, dark horse. It's really just our third pick. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would hardly consider Joey a, a dark, dark horse. Um, okay. Well, guys, I'm going to go a little different than, than you all. So uh, I'm going to stick with the Hendrick deal there. And I'm going to go Alex the Showman Bowman well, um, as, my, as my pick for the win. Uh, my dark horse, I will say, oh, you know what? Um, whew, God, there's so many to choose from. Well, okay, my really, really, really dark horse is going to be Daniel Suarez. i got to pick him. Okay. And then, um, you know what? I'm going to really go out on a limb here. This should be the really, really, really dark horse. But in his final all-star race, I'm going to go with the 10 car of Eric Amarola, who normally does yeah. really well at this track and on mile-and-a-half tracks. So... There you go. That's that's gonna be my picks. So good. Hopefully, I didn't just curse any of those three guys. Good. 
tell you what, I thought it was pretty cool yesterday. Bubba Wallace is sporting the Dr. Pepper uh, sponsorship this weekend. Awesome, and, local. And I, local, and I thought that was neat. We talked to him. He was very opinionated yesterday on a few things. But um, When is Bubba not opinionated? But I, I loved it, and he, he was... He, he was um, he was one that I enjoyed talking to. Like I said, we had a lot of fun with, with Logano. I'm looking down the list here. Um, who else we talked to yesterday? Uh, Eric Amarillo was, was a lot of fun talking to. Of course, you and I have a great picture with him in the hauler when he was with the 43 team. Yeah, he's such a great guy. Yeah. And he has the best teeth. I'm sorry. That was just <laughs> random, but I'll throw that out there. But uh, <laughs> there's a great group of guys uh, competing today, and um, it's going to be fun. And um, – you know, Ross Chastain, I want to mention something about him because uh, we saw him come in yesterday. You know, he had to take in uh, – he basically got real dehydrated after the race uh, with the truck race yeah. Friday night. And we're going to talk about that in the Xfinity race here in just a second. But he had to go to the InCare uh, Medical Center and take in fluids. and and um, But it was fun, funny because they were teasing him about not – he didn't have enough watermelon the other night, the other day. So uh, and and remember he he even like reiterated he goes no I th- I think y'all think I'm joking and he's like no I mean seriously if I would have eaten more of it I probably wouldn't have had those yeah. issues so uh, I almost wanted to ask him but I couldn't think because this in Texas I mean there's some watermelon farms here in Texas oh yeah down well. where I live in, I was Flo- say in Floresville where the we call it the peanut capital of the world down there that they grow a lot of watermelons down yeah. there. And you can buy them on the roadside at the roadside stands and stuff, and boy, they're good. Because I almost thought about asking him, did you bring? Do y'all bring one from the farm for the All Star race, or are you sourcing it locally? <laughs> are you sourcing it through H E B? Well, your way when they here? came to Austin, they um, had to go by um, a grocery store, and uh, I think they said they hit the Whole Foods or uh-huh. or Randalls or whatever there in um, in Austin, and bought a um, bought a watermelon locally um, uh, there. So, hmm. yeah. I'm, it'd be cool to see some watermelon being busted on the. So if he wins, maybe that's the question that we ask. Where was that watermelon from? Yeah. Because you know, again, this is all things Texas. So that's if it's right. a Texas watermelon, you better damn well be sure that watermelon's going to get props on this show. Yeah, exactly. That's how we do it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at you all serious, and you're just looking at me like whatever. <laughs> how that's how he looks at me, Michael. Most most days. <laughs> whatever, whatever she says. So. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited for it. I mean, if, if yeah. like I said, I know you, you mentioned, and we'll just touch on it really quickly, but from what we saw during the truck race and the Xfinity race, um, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised as to what they see here at Texas Motor Speedway with this new car. And hopefully that excites people to want to buy tickets and come out in October during the playoffs. Actually, it's September. Or September. Yeah, it is. It's like mo- the last week of September. They right moved now. it up this year. Yeah, yeah. It's so in September. Different. Um, I'm used to it being in November. I, mean, I know. Still. I, I always think about it as a November race, and, we, and I kind of wish it was back in November. Yeah, because it's still going to be hot in September. Yeah, which could play a factor, you it know. very well could. Is it a night race or is it a day race? Or do you even know? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spring that on you. I haven't looked at the schedule to see. We'll look, and we'll talk about that on a later show yeah. because that will play a factor into it. Yeah. You and I – I'm going to digress really quick. Like, that's a shocker. But we every time we come to Texas, Mike, and we, we talk about it on the show, uh, and Michael, every time we come, whether it's the Indy cars or NASCAR, we have yet to figure out. They always test and practice during the day, 
like when there's night races. And I always wonder, it's like, what are you getting from that? Because this track is a completely different track under the lights at night than it is during the sweltering sun and heat during the day. And so, you know, but it's funny because you always wonder, it's like how things, how grip and everything changes when these guys are practicing during the day. How many times have we seen, you know, when the IndyCar race was in June and they would practice and qualify, you know, earlier in the day. And then the race was always a night race. And, yeah. and, and it changed, the, you know, it cooled down quite a bit. Yep. So, um, but that's what part of the competition of what makes this sport interesting. And, and the challenge for the crew chiefs and the teams is, you know, different conditions and things change. We've had a, a strong south wind the last couple of days, and then now with the with the cold front coming in, the wind is coming from the different direction. Now, I noticed it wasn't as windy today when we were out there when we came in this morning. So I'm hoping that it may not be as windy today as it's been. Right. I don't think that it's going to be as windy as it has been. But I will tell you now, as a resident living up here, in the evenings, the wind picks up yeah. um, no matter what. Yeah. So um, it, it just... It, it just seems to, to be the way it is up here. Remember, you're up here in Tornado Alley now. so Well, hopefully uh, we won't have any of those. Yeah, we've already done that. Been there, done that. This yeah. room always brings back, yeah, like gives me PTSD of, <laughs> <laughs> of that day. So <laughs> anyway, but um, uh, anything else that you guys want to throw in and add or talk about? Well, before we talk about the truck and Xfinity results. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, let's, let's, let's go over those in case anybody missed them. Well, starting on um, Friday night, we had Stuart Friesen winning the uh, truck race, and that was just a great race. Um, you want to? Yeah, that that really was a great race. Um, what I I think the biggest takeaway for me out of that race is even getting down into the nitty gritty, maybe ten twenty laps left, you really didn't know who was going to win. Sometimes you kind of have an idea, but man, it was about as wide open of a race as I've seen. Um, that last, I mean, that green-white checker at the end, that overtime ending was insane. To see to see Friesen kind of edge out Eckes a little bit there at the end, and they were talking about that after, and I know Eckes was frustrated, but that was a really, I feel like, probably one of the, uh, you probably couldn't have asked for a better way to start the weekend with just a great truck race like that. It really was, Don, and uh, he ended up leading 60 laps of the race. It was a 149-lap race. He was the, the lap leader and uh, led seven times. But uh, all eyes, uh, actually all eyes in during the race were on John Hunter Nemechek. He started on the uh, up front, but then he, during, uh, bef- they got hit with a penalty, and I, c- I can't remember, what, it was an unimpro- uh, unimproved adjustments, I think, right, Michael? Yeah. The, somebody stepped on the on the on the the uh, splitter, mm-hmm. okay. And um, anyway, um, uh, one of the team members I don't know, they pushed it down or whatever, but official caught him, so he had to start at the rear of the field on the pace laps. They had to hit the drop back, but Hunter John Hunter moved up to the front and everything, and he um, he ended up uh, he only led one time for fourteen laps, but. He kept having issues where – didn't they have a problem on pit road? Or, yeah. yeah, they had an issue. So he had dropped back two times, one at the start and once, I want to say, either midway through or in the second stage or something like that. And he had he had to fall back again, and then he fought his way right back up. Yeah. And he, he ended up finishing, what, he finished sixth? So, I mean, that's – Yeah. I mean, he, he was really a, a strong candidate to win that race. And he was carrying the Tom Thumb and Albertson's uh, sponsorship, kind of some local sponsorship, which mm-hmm. was kind of neat. But he really uh, was the guy that uh, – um, I thought was going to end up getting up there and winning this race, but uh, 
the, the, I was telling Michael before uh, the race even started that the truck series always puts on a hell of a show here at Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Trucks and IndyCar is like some of my favorite things to watch here and some of the most underappreciated things to watch from, from this track. Um, it's just uh, under the lights, too. There's just something that's always glorious about being under the lights, the sparks and stuff. But it, this track just... It suits so well for the, for both yeah. of those. And, and you know, that's why I think, Mike, I'm so excited, too, about this All-Star race. Is We were just here a month and a half ago or whatever for the IndyCar race, and everyone was expecting a dud of an IndyCar race. And yeah. even the IndyCar drivers themselves were so shocked at how awesome the passing and stuff that we had. And yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to is I think you're going to see a lot of passing. Um, I mean, if, if things hold up the way it, the the – What's the word I'm looking for? Um, the way things have been going over the last few yeah. weeks at all these different tracks, we should see quite a few passes for the lead and quite a few, you know, in-race passing and stuff and, and not so much of the single-file, boring stuff that we've been seeing. Exactly. Well, and a couple of little notes on this race. Michael, feel free to jump in, too, if you see anything. Um, we had 17 uh, – I'm sorry, we had 18 lead – 18 lead changes among seven drivers. That was impressive during the truck race. Uh, Stuart Friesen, this is he his first win at Texas at, in 10 tries. It was his third career, career victory in the Camping World Truck Series, and um, he um, so he he he's doing really well. And uh, I believe Michael uh, John Hunter uh, left uh, left Texas uh, Friday night with the with the points lead. Yes, yeah. So with his sixth place finish, he still holds the lead. In, in the overall standings. Yeah. And he was a he, quite a – he's turned into quite a, a, of a crowd favorite here oh, at yeah. Texas. Uh, and uh, so that was great. And then just looking through the results here, uh, we had uh, Haley Deegan. She finished 17th. Uh, Austin Wayne Self, a Texas uh, racer, was uh, 18th. And I'm trying to see if we had anybody else. I um, can't remember if there were any other Texans in the field here. Um, Ross Chastain, like I said, was in that race. He finished 12th. And and Todd Bodine, remember the Onion? Oh, the Onion, yeah. He, Todd Race, he finished 13th. And he ran really good. He was challenging for the lead. Uh, he was in the in the, in the uh, Camping World truck uh, sponsorship on that one. So You know, I kind of wish um, our good friend David Starr, you know, races over there in the Xfinity Series. And I miss the days when David raced in the truck series. I wish David... And I need to talk to him about that because, you know, David's getting older and, and I, I don't know how much more racing he's got. You know, he's got three kids and they're growing. I couldn't believe how big they were when we saw him yesterday at driver intros and stuff. They rode around in the truck with him. Uh, I always love when David comes home, too, because he gets that home yeah. home track uh, welcome and stuff. Him and Jesse Awuji both uh, received yeah. pretty big uh pops yesterday from the crowd during the Xfinity Series race. But um, Did you want to mention anything else about the trucks, Michael? Well, speaking of David Starr and, and Jesse Woodge, we'll transition into that. Uh, we're the uh, truck series race. We didn't have very many accidents yesterday during the Xfinity series. <laughs> it was a caution fest. Holy smokes. And holy smokes was the word to use because there was a lot of smoke that was happening. Uh, got it right there on the front stretch there towards the end of the race. Uh, in fact, I think it's what's really kind of shook up. Uh, in fact, our good friend Matt 
Kemp on the 36 team. It was the 36 car that got turned around there on the front stretch and hit and stuff. And that kind of shook up everything because I believe at that point, the 19 car, uh, which I think is is Jones, uh, was leading the race. And and I think that's what really kind of that that wreck right there kind of shook things up. Uh, People, there was some pit strategies and stuff that didn't play out for some teams and did for others and uh, kind of gave you the final result there that you got. Well, they they tore up some cars and Tyler Redrick ended up getting the the victory over uh, William Byron. So we had some cup cup guys come in and steal the the thunder there in the uh, Xfinity Series. And I was telling Michael, I said, I I don't really like that. I mean, I... It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Because we've had a lot of Xfinity drivers uh, winning here in the last year or two, you Mm -hmm. know. We don't see as many cup drivers since they changed the rules a little bit. We don't see a lot of them, you know, competing in, in Xfinity, but... Um, you don't have Kyle Busch coming in and stealing everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, let's see. Uh, but David Starr uh, was in the race. Uh, he finished 21st. We had uh, Bailey Curry, another Texan, finished 24th. And then Jesse Awuji, unfortunately, he, you know, finished 34th. He got caught up in, the, in that accident. And he struggled all day. I mean, when they started the race, and I have to go back and look, but I think they must have started. They changed something after practice and all because I did see him before the start of the race drop to the back of the field. And there for the first half until they went to that very first caution, I mean, Jesse got lapped. Yeah. Um, he got lapped by the leader. His car was just way off. And, you know, I, I, again, that team co-owned by Emmett Smith, you know, there's just a lot of we're very partial to it. Jesse's story, of course, being from up here in the Carrollton area. He was a big Carol, uh, football player at Hebron High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a wide receiver, I believe, went on to play for the Naval Academy. He is a uh, in the Naval Reserve. He's, he's an officer. Yeah, in the he is an officer in the Naval Reserve. Um, and just a, a genuinely great guy. Great guy. I, I got to see him down in, in the garage area yesterday before the race, said Good. hi and, and, and stuff. And he asked about my son, which was awesome. And yeah. um, he, he's one of those guys that you just pull for because he is a nice guy that's had to kind of go out and do this. I mean, this team, he's doing it on his own. He marketed it. You know, he co-owns this team. He went out and got with Emmett. And, you know, so for him, while every team, of course, races for wins, that, of course, is the first goal. There's also other goals and there's just finishing races. You know, they just need to finish races and log as many laps as they can and try to to, you know, get the experience. Jesse is not a. I don't want to say he's not an experienced racer, but he hasn't grown up racing these cars like a lot. He kind of fell into this late in life, very late in life. Yeah, he did. Um, And. Michael, did you have any takeaways? I mean, I, I thought Junior Motorsports raced so well. Yeah. They, they, I mean, barring all 11 cautions, they probably could have had the entire top five of that oh, of the, yeah. of the finish. I yeah. mean, they, they raced really well. Um, but, yeah, those cup guys just came in, and they, they got the win. They sure did. And, and Don, you mentioned Emmett Smith. Um, he was on the box yesterday uh, for a while. And they, uh, the uh, Fox station uh, or the Fox network did an interview with him, and he was having fun. Yeah. And so it was good to see him out here at the race. But um, I thought Justin Allgaier had a pretty good race. He was he was pretty pleased with his performance. Um, um, and uh, one driver that I thought was going to do better, and I told Michael to keep an eye on him, was Ty Gibbs. But Ty got caught up in in a few incidents and uh, spun and. And had some issues, but uh, overall, you know, 
this is uh, this um, this series, Don. You know, the, talking about the trucks, talking about the Xfinity. It's they're the developmental series to get to, to get the cup, and these two series are doing what they're supposed to do. You know, give these guys a, a platform and a. And a in a, in, a, in a series to compete in to, to show themselves and uh, there's some great races great racers and they've had some great races you know lately and I'm, I'm just real impressed yeah I am too and uh, again it was it was fun to see them uh, get to see all three series this weekend it's uh, I'm, I'm really excited that that the way that the schedule worked yeah. out that we did get to see a truck race and a yeah. uh, Xfinity Series race here as well as what we'll see tonight. Yeah, overall it was a great great weekend so far, and so um, looking forward to tonight and uh, today this afternoon and everything. So, yeah, me too. Well, we got our picks in. Uh, any last thoughts, Michael? No, I'm good. That's that's all I got. Well, I wanna I wanna thank you for coming in and being a part of the show. The yeah, last yeah, this has been great to have a third wheel here. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could do it more. Uh, you can do it anytime you want. You <laughs> yeah, just let you, us know. You can take over yeah. for, for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Your, your dad and I may have some off weeks here in the in the future. Now we have somebody that can do the show for us. We yeah. love it. <laughs> so well, um, Mike. I again another. We get to chalk up another. Another fun one, another fun trip out yeah. here to Texas, and, and it's kind of sad that I'm not going to see you now till September. I know. Well, yeah, 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 because there's no June uh, any car race. No, nah, we've already had it. September <laughs> will be here before we know it. So. Oh yeah, it'll be hopefully a, a cool. Not so hot summer, but I'm afraid it's going to be a blistering summer. Yeah, yeah, it's already been. I got I got burnt yesterday out I, there. I saw you got a little tan. I got a redneck. Yeah, you're, <laughs> I, believe, I really do have a redneck. We have a real redneck in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much again for joining us. We hope that you uh, enjoy uh, this this podcast, and of course, pay uh, pay attention. Pay attention, folks. Make sure you tune in as well. We'll have a uh, smackcast up with all the audio from all of the drivers uh, from last night talking about what they expect to see and, and stuff uh, coming into this All Star Race weekend and evening tonight. And make sure, of course, to follow RacedaySA.com. Mike and Michael putting up stories and all the latest information and stats and stuff up there. Pictures from uh, uh, from Michael Johnson. from Michael Johnson, of course. Uh, we'll we'll be up there, and Michael takes amazing pictures. So yes, he does. Um, and and you'll want to follow him too at, at some point because Michael will also be posting pictures. He he will be at the Indy Five Hundred, and yeah. he does amazing stuff there. And he sends it to to you. I know he sends you his stuff yeah. too. So you'll put that up on Race DSA. Uh, but thanks so much, guys, once again for tuning in, and we will talk with you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.